Welcome, everybody. This is the Undisputed Future Podcast. I am CD Danny Mac, fighting an allergy attack, which is why uh, my voice might not be sounding up to par tonight. But I cannot miss the last stop on the road to NXT TakeOver Chicago. And, of course, to my right side, we have Nikki Six. As always, good to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, we are covering the in-ring action of the latest episode of NXT. The last stop, again, on the road to Chicago. And uh, quite a few hard-hitting matches tonight. It all started with our glorious champion arriving to the arena in uh, in a fashion only Bobby Roode can. Whipping around his little uh, pull-around boy. I liked it. He's got a little little sleeve boy. He's a big boss superstar, as as our champion is. He, I, mean, I hope he's we got get a to see like that, that little dude like in like three weeks in the actual wrestling attire. We're like, hey, that's the guy that Bobby Roode was <laughs> having him follow him around. Reminds me of Del Rio and uh, Rodri- uh, Ricardo Rodriguez. If he actually gets to do that and have like a little manservant, that'd be fun. I could see it. Rude would definitely be able to pull it off, too. He definitely has the uh, ring savvy to have... to Even if he had to carry a manager, I feel like he could do it. He's got the charisma, too. Even if they want to turn a chauffeur or a manager or what have you into a superstar, Bobby Rude's a good enough heel where he can uh, he can propel somebody like that. Absolutely. Let's get to the in-ring action, though, guys. We have a bold new entrance by Drew McIntyre as he takes on the Shaolin Samoan Sean Maluda. Nice to see Sean Maluda again. Yeah, the, 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 the Shaolin Samoan. Hometown boy. Nowhere. And um, I know this is a, a little playing to my personal likes, but I am super excited about the fact that they said Shaolin. Not Staten Island, Shaolin. So they went to Wu-Tang. We might get some variation in the game. I'm excited about that. I'm always a big fan of the game. You're already speculating for 2K18? I can't wait. I really can't wait for that game. Every year I get more and more hopeful that the NXT you know, roster is going to be worthwhile. NXT edition, not to discount the 2K17 NXT edition, but an NXT-based game right. would be nice. But we have a new face of NXT. We have the returning Drew McIntyre for another match at Full Sail, and it was quite a hard-hitting one. Drew McIntyre's eye did not look the same. Oh, man. He took those knees to the face, and his his face swelled up entirely. I thought his eye was swollen. A off-the-top rope code breaker, which Drew McIntyre kicked out with fury at just a one count. Again, quite an injury delivered to McIntyre. Didn't stop him from uh, laying quite a bit of smackdown on the shallow No, it took took a second, you know, it took him back a bit, but he um, took that hit like a champ, kept powering on with them super powerful just elbows and... The man is unstoppable in the sense that he doesn't care how he hits you. He's going to hit you. He's got a big enough frame to, to hit you from anywhere. It's right? going to hurt. He came off the top rope. I thought he was going to hit him with an elbow drop. It was just, he strictly hit him with his tricep. And he went down hard. Another great showing by the hottest free agent. We learned next week he will be facing one Wesley Blake, a former NXT tag team champion in singles action. How do you think Wesley Blake's going to fare with the televised uh, repackaging, I feel like he has the best chance out of everyone we've seen so far because while McIntyre is trying to prove his new fury, you know, at the same time, this repackaged uh, Blake and he is not going to back down. This a is, confident Wesley Blake. This is his last chance almost. Like, was it for him? It's almost three years now in NXT. He's been around a while. Three years in NXT. And... It's been, gotta, a week, it's been at least a year since the Blake and Murphy factor yeah. was no more, and we haven't seen much of any of those guys on NXT TV. I did hear rumors about each one's repackaging, and I'm excited for both new characters to shine outside of a tag team competition. That is, again, next week, Drew McIntyre versus Wesley Blake. 
Now, women's action, Nick, we had a returning, formerly known as Daria Baranano, taking on Lacey Evans, former military police, and uh, quite a good showing by these two ladies. Man, the legs on that Lacey. She knew where to use them, too. Very unique offense. Yes. The springboard knees to the chest. They were. That was really was, cool. She did like a handstand and then right down to the knees while Daria... What's her What's her new name? Sonia Deville. A combination DeVille. of the Mortal Kombat character and Cruella Deville. At least that's the way I read it. From New Jersey. The Jersey Devil, a former nickname. A former Tough Enough competitor. I like that. I like that nickname. The Jersey Devil, especially if she keeps going with this, you know... Really aggressive. Care, aggressive as hell attitude. I MMA really like trained it. Sonia Deville... Like we've we've seen her back and forth again, formerly known as Daria Baranato, but we have not seen her this go off on process, somebody yeah. as she did. The hard strikes and a uh, a unique step up in Zagiri, Nick. I knew I you see, had some problems with that. Ah, uh, I hated the finish. It was not a step up in Zagiri. That was a shining wizard. You have to hit the back of the head for it to be a step up in Zagiri. She hit her in the face. That side of the jaw. Like, side of the jaw. Put her out. Lacey Evans defeated by Sonia Deville and. uh how do you think uh, either of these two ladies are going to carry in the future of the women's division? I got to bring it up, like, the factor of everyone in NXT right now is so intense. You can feel the intensity in every episode. Everyone is stepping up their game, trying to... They're trying to bring this new era to life and absolutely. succeeding. They every single weekly episode of so NXT hard. has been absolute fire since the TakeOver Orlando. It's been a pleasure to cover each and every episode. Every single main event of NXT television has also been Incredible. Nick, Cassius Ono versus Andrade Cien Almas. I thought I saw the best match of NXT television so far last week, but another great showing by these two guys. Cassius Ono is a big dude, but the way he moves is astonishing. Just astonishing for a dude of his size and girth. Quite agility. The kip-ups, the outside springboards, and the big boot we saw him deliver on Almas. A whole lot of hard strikes by the knockout artist. Impact from those forearms at the end. The way he ended that was... Almas was not backing down. No. We've been talking actually... about him slacking. We've been talking about this party boy attitude that Andrade has had, but it didn't it honestly I don't think it showed tonight, Nick. He came in not prepared to fight Almas. I mean I think he to took fight some Arno, personal... excuse me. He took he took some personal offense to what he clearly had to say last week. He did not like finding out that people are taking him like a joke. You find out that people think of you as a joke, it's definitely gonna change your outlook on, you know, what you're doing. The guy made a turnaround and started caring more about what happened on the inside of the ring. Almas was all like, oh no, what do I do? Oh no, I have to turn my career around before it's too late. And then Ono just... And then Ono the said, not so fast. Discus elbow after a vicious series of strikes. Nobody throws him as as well as this big man, Cassius Ono. We have a lot of good strikers in NXT right now. Between the knockout artists and Aleister Black, top two tier talents Drew right McIntyre. there. Drew McIntyre with his new boot finisher. Hard-hitting finishers to be discussed about in NXT. Again, Ono defeating Almas, but a surprising fight by the guy who had this uh, let's, devil let's not, may care attitude. Devil may care attitude. Ago. If he keeps stepping it up and keeps showing that he's still got the want to be in NXT, fight his way back into the title the title scene. And that's what I hope for Almas, because he has a lot of potential. That despite this loss, it might be more of a motivation to realize that might have been the that might have been the shot in the head that realized, hey man, I gotta I gotta step up my training Hopefully, again. I gotta stop partying so much. This man, he had he's like right on the cusp of being exactly what we want out of him. Inconsistency, but inconsistency got, yeah, out of Almas. It's been it's been mentioned consistent. before, but you know gotta you gotta be reiterate that point. With his, you know, just gotta care about what he's doing. Put the effort in, and you will be rewarded. He's just putting in the yeah, he's just putting in the effort in all the wrong places. 
<laughs> like that. With some memorable in-ring action wrapped up, Nick, we have a lot of memorable segments tonight as well on this May 17th edition of NXT. We got a lot of that going around. Including Last an addition. Week, this week, we just... A lot of these segments going around. I don't mind them at all. Don't don't get me wrong. You know, I like, you know, further look into our superstars. I like it's important how for they're the taking more time to build up each character. That's they're exactly giving us reason to care about the future of the WWE. And uh, quite frankly, that's why we're here. Confrontation when NXT went off the air last week after the number one contender match between Hideo Itami and Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong had some old demons biting him. Sanity with a vicious attack on Roddy. He just knocked him down. After the beating he took last week, that fight was unbelievable. A knockdown, drag out brawl, and the numbers game of beat him up like the numbers was, game of sanity against you after you've gone. Even Nikki Cross was out there. Blood, sweat, and tears with Hideo Itami, and then you get knocked out by four crazy individuals in sanity. What's Nikki Cross even doing out there at that point? Nikki Cross fights everybody. <laughs> We saw her climb on top of Roddy when... Uh, I want to see Roderick Strong give her a backbreaker. Well. <laughs> I want to see him give her a backbreaker. I think the Messiah of the Backbreaker's punishments are... Uh, I think those are gender neutral. <laughs> Especially when you're dealing with somebody as crazy as Nikki Cross. God, I hope so. But we learned from William Regal that Sanity's Eric Young will be taking on Roderick Strong at NXT TakeOver Chicago. The one match on the card that is not a championship match, Nick, but a lot of blood, a lot of story behind this one... Roddy helped Ty Dillinger fight against Sanity. That's right. You know, he may get him in his corner. If it gets to that point where he needs someone to back him, maybe we'll get to see Ty Dillinger. We saw, we saw Cassius Sono in that position as well. That's he's right. uh, As far as I know, he's not doing anything on the card. He might be able to uh, come out and help his buddy Roddy. And depending I'm on what the women's championship situation looks like. I'm just like, not even like for tag partner or anything like that. I'm just saying for moral support and to make sure that the Sanity doesn't actually get physically involved in the match. Two physical, two physical competitors in Cassiusano and Roderick Strong. I could yeah. definitely see that being a continuing alliance. Absolutely. But bringing you know Ty back for pumping up those superstars is always a good. I, I like to see Ty on NXT as much as possible. I miss him. I miss him already. The brand just isn't the same without the Perfect Ten. But we did learn Nick that the Perfect Ten is facing another NXT veteran, Aiden English, yeah, he a former Vaude villain in the Backlash pre-show. The, uh, new. Pack, newly packaged Aiden English. The artiste gimmick returning, and uh, I'm very excited for it. I, I've always seen Aiden English as a big talent. He's a Guerrero by proxy in marriage, whatever you want to call proxy. it. And that's pretty great. I mean, that's that's All a right. nice thing to have on your resume. But I'm going to stop talking about that because I see the look you're giving me. And I'm going to move on to, we to learned a little bit more <laughs> about the number one contender, Japanese superstar Hideo Itami. And we take a look back to a very memorable NXT TakeOver Fatal 4-Way Hideo Itami signing. Nick, memories? Oh, man. That brings me back to the days of, like, originally watching NXT. Like, that's when I started to watch. Like, just before that, maybe a month or two. And it, it brings me back to, like, my first NXT show, the first days of watching it. Like, my first TakeOver. Man, that... Uh, I miss those days, but at the same time, it's really cool to see where the company is. It's awesome to see how far the brand has come. It's also very great to see Hideo back in good health. Uh, The confrontation with Ascension always runs through my mind. That tag team match where he teamed with Finn Balor and... His first night, he took out both members of the Ascension. In a suit. In a suit, with his tie still on. Well-dressed and uh, kicked some ass against the longest-reigning NXT tag team champion. Still. Still to this day, holding that title. to this day. I got faith in SmackDown. I think something's happening for them. Man, I hope so. They really deserve it. 
Moving on to a championship match on the NXT TakeOver Chicago card. Nick, we have the United Kingdom Championship for the first time being defended at NXT TakeOver. It's the champion Tyler Bate taking on the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne. I've been waiting for this. A rematch. Since the day that he won that title. Nothing against him. You know, Tyler Bates is a great first UK champion, but I had my pick, and my pick was the Bruiserweight, and he didn't win, and I was very upset. A rematch from the United Kingdom Championship Finals, and uh, I-, I can't wait. These two guys, they have unbelievable in-ring chemistry. As much as you can call it feud. alliance, oh, it's an excellent feud. I think it's a perfect feud to start off the UK. It's the very clear line in the sand. Good, bad. Perfect. Strong heel, it's the charismatic perfect, baby Exactly. Face. It is the perfect way to open up a new like new story this new for division. a new division. It's the perfect. I, I, I think that that is the perfect way to start it up. UK division airing on Friday, the day before NXT TakeOver Chicago. 3 p.m. United States Eastern Time and 8 p.m. British Standard Time. Guys, it's going to be an unbelievable show. Good old JR and Nigel McGinnis calling the action. Nick, I can't believe you for that. JR, we're gonna get some slobberknockers. I hope I am so. So excited. Slobberknockers is oh, oh man. We know JR's those British guys back. are gonna beat each other like government mules. I cannot wait to hear good old JR calling the action again. You think we'll get him at Mania? Oof. Next year? We'll see. Ooh, I hope so. If the United Kingdom Championship is defended at WrestleMania, oh I think that, I think there's a very good shot of him getting that one match for commentary. That'd be nice. Even if it's just like Triple H's match, <laughs> whatever it be. From a championship match, Nick, we uh we see yet again the Velveteen Dreams glorious purple, not quite glorious. I'm not talking about it's, our it's, champion no, here. No, an no, impressive, no, glorious. an impressive Prince-ish, old school '80s flair. The Patrick Clark experience. It's it's shaping up to be something new. It's something. It, not something new, excuse me. The proper word I'm looking for is refined. Yeah, I think Patrick gimmick, Patrick Clark's that. gimmick is going to be refined. I think the guy's got the charisma to pull it off, and I think he's got the in-ring skills where we're going to take this seriously no matter how it looks on the surface. It looks very Val Venus-y. <laughs> I'm just going to go out and say it. I mean, they're trying to push it that PG logo. I don't think there's room for gimmicks Val like Val Venus in this. It looks very Val Venus-y, and it looks like at any given moment he could take it a little bit too far, so I hope that, you know, he doesn't have too much fun with it, but at the same time, I'm excited to see another Val Venus-type gimmick. I think it's going to be something along the lines of a, uh, let's compare it to Tyler Breeze's solo run in NXT. I think it's a guy who has a narcissistic gimmick, but uh, he's bringing a little more presence to it, and I I, I think NXT always needs that cocky, that cocky self-absorbed heel. Yeah. I just hope he doesn't get the same shtick as, you know, Tyler Breeze in the sense that... Job between the stars, no title run. No title run. Sadly, but Tyler Breeze, another NXT veteran, teaming up with Fandango, taking on the Usos for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. I'm going to plug everybody on the NXT veteran circuit. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but good luck to them. Breezango is killing it right now. Fandango, man. I, I can't, like, wholeheartedly root for him because he still has that win over Jericho at Mania. Everybody refuses to acknowledge, including it's myself. Terrible, terrible. I'm not saying the, the guy's worst. not talented. Yeah, I'm not saying that he doesn't have talent. That he doesn't have, you know, like you know, a future in this business. Johnny Curtis NXT run very memorable, very '90s bully. I uh, I I've watched the footage recently. I thought that was something that could have that could have carried over. The dancing gimmick by itself, no, but the fashion police gimmick is they're rolling right now. Cannot wait to see what those former NXT superstars have going for them. 
But let's talk about a current champion in NXT, Nick. We have the still undefeated Asuka breaking Goldberg's record these past few days. The Empress of Tomorrow is unstoppable how at this moment. How do you feel about that? I mean, like, I, I've been, like, sitting on this one. Like, how... Not as a Goldberg, because I know you weren't really into Goldberg, but as a WCW fan, that was one of WCW's, other than the 88 weeks that you guys had over us. 84? 84, 84, I'm sorry, 84. I need four extra there. But (laughs) other than the 84 weeks that you guys had, that was really the only thing that, that was really... Stuck out to the. You know what? I didn't. I didn't mind it, and uh, I didn't even. I, death. I didn't like Goldberg as a kid. I, you know, I didn't mind his nostalgia run. Now I would have preferred it not be for the Universal Championship, but I'll get. I'll cover we all that, feel that way. Cover that somewhere. Goldberg's undefeated streak was way more predictable. I feel than Oscar's undefeated streak. Oscar's been in some dangerous type situations. The iconic duo and Nikki Cross in a fatal four way match. That was where the odds were stacked against her. I feel the most so far. I certainly agree with that. I feel like uh, Goldberg had it very hard. Didn't he have to go through the World War Three, where he had the what was it like forty or fifty men in three rings? I'm saying as an, as an in ring competitor, I wasn't as invested at Goldberg's undefeated streak as I am in Oscar's. Oscar's delivers every single match. Every single match that she hasn't been pinned in that I've seen, I've enjoyed. Absolutely. I can't feel the same way about Goldberg. I can't. I can't appreciate yeah, just two got moves. Very stale, very quick. The adrenaline, the intensity. Like I, I know what my friends were into. I was always an NWO guy, so I was yeah, always rooting against Goldberg. So I kind of rooted for Oscar to NWO break his undefeated streak. I like red and black. Wolf packs for life. <laughs> But yes, Oscar with 173 wins, breaking Goldberg's undefeated streak. We got an interview, if we could even call it that. Barely an interview. It was just like... she answer a single thing? No. No? No. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Is the interview over? Okay. Now let's take exactly what Oscar said there. And let's compare it to how she was once she stepped out of the vehicle she was traveling in. She was happy. She was smiling. The competitiveness just shifted to this nice, fan-friendly aloofness, Nick. Do you think she's taken the two competitors at NXT TakeOver Chicago lightly? I think she knows that she has a bit of a safety blanket in the sense that the two women that she's facing are heavily invested in taking each other out. And that is going to be a big factor in the match because you can't like try to take someone's title where Asuka, this is, this is, his whole, this is her whole thing. She's undefeated champion. Undefeated champion... A championship match to look forward to in Asuka versus Ruby Riot versus Nikki Cross. We will cover the whole TakeOver card in just a little while, but we learned a little bit more about the number one contender, Nick. The debut of the GTS by Hideo Itami. March 27th, 2015 against Tyler Breeze in San Jose, California. His family was ringside. His family was ringside, and what an impact. He crumbled. Tyler Breeze crumbled at the knee of Hideo Itami. San Jose exploded on that impact. What a pop for that move. It's nice to see it back in the WWE ring. Well, we were waiting for a little while to see that. Like, we missed it from CM Punk. And then he came into the WWE. And he didn't like, do oh, it Oh, man, at we're first. gonna get to see this again. And he didn't do it at first. He got the setup. The he setup the was hell out of us. Always a reversal. Always something going on. But finally hitting it in March of 2015. What a great match. I'm sure it's worth tuning into. But before we get to our glorious champions confrontation with the number one contender, Nick, we have Aleister Black confirmed to be in action in Chicago next week. I can't imagine the reaction this guy's going to get. Did they say he was facing? They did not announce his opponent. 
I was hoping that they were going to say that he had a rematch against the guy he had last week. That would have been a nice little touch. Because that guy really, he had some some serious ferocity to him. I'd like to see him get another shot. I'd like to see those two big men get another crack at each other. They, I think, seems like I think Cesar's got good, some potential. I think there, he's going to be a full-time like talent for every season. There could be a good amount of like tension between the two of them and the impact that they had against each other. It'd be fun to see them feuded out for a little bit. Even uh, we if it was just for a short while. We are yet to see Aleister Black develop a rivalry, but he has developed a fan base in a, uh, in a pretty nostalgic way, Nick. He's not saying anything at all. Since his like vignettes. Chris Jericho style. Since his vignettes. Jericho was doing it to get heat. Alistair, God, Alistair Black out, is getting a following. I swear to God, if he comes out one day and just goes, Yeah, baby! I'm going to lose my shit. Alistair Black building a fan base through his silence and intimidation. Very nostalgic to a, uh, a Crow Sting era in WCW. Very, very reminiscent of that. Also a little reminiscent of uh, Steve Blackman in the sense of his intensity and his style. He's, he's a lethal weapon. Look at those kicks. Indeed. An accomplished... Indeed. <laughs> an Not accomplished enough. martial artist in Aleister Black. Cannot wait to see the reaction for him in Chicago. I can't wait to see that reaction for the entrance in a takeover-like atmosphere. That match will be joining... It's upsetting conf- that he's not going to get a takeover match, though. A little upsetting. Seeing him on the main card for takeover would have been great. His debut was the last one, though, so I think uh, I think a big match is coming. In yeah, he definitely Nick. doesn't need it. He definitely does not need the takeover match right now, but it would have been nice to see him in a takeover match. Just I think the happy. Chicago crowd needs to see him. Oh, absolutely. I well, they're going to get to see him. You know, he's and, got and the, the it factor, and the it factor carries in such a... Such an enthusiastic crowd, like a Chicago crowd. Cannot wait to see Aleister Black make a debut in that city. Nick, it's time to hear from our champion. The glorious one, Bobby Roode. And and I agree. All aboard or get the hell out. This is Bobby Roode's NXT. This will always be our NXT. If you don't like it, Bobby Roode, get the hell out. Fan base makes a superstar, my I'm friend. You're not getting anywhere tuning away. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, I, I, lo- I love that self-absorbed, this is all because of me. Expensive. You would not have been able to do this without me attitude. It's fantastic. And it works so well for Bobby Roode when he's not saying a boot. The Canadian did come out a few times in Yo, that promo. He went Canadian real quick, out of nowhere. Great smack talk, nonetheless. He called out Hideo Itami in personal ways. He brought his family into it, just attacking the number one contender personally. Hideo Itami was not standing for it, whether Bobby Roode was fleshing a $5,000 suit or not. The number one contender was not taking that abuse lying down. He did not care how much his suit was. He was going to stomp on it. That's all he cared about, was putting footprints on that damn suit. One more time. Hideo Itami with a vicious attack on the champion, concluding with the GTS. Again. The last sight we see on the TakeOver home, takeover Going Home episode, we see a GTS and Hideo Itami standing strong. Possible precursor of things to come at NXT TakeOver Chicago. Alright, Nick. NXT TakeOver card. You ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. We're going to give this five minutes. We're going to do a rapid-fire response prediction and why. Alright. Rob, our casual NXT friend, is setting the clock. Rob, on your go. Three, two, one. First match, Roderick Strong versus Eric Young. Eric Young, hands down. The man has been leading one of the most powerful uh, teams in NXT to date. 
and I truly think that he needs a solo win to show us exactly why he is that dominant force. I'm calling Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong has a lot to prove since that number one contender match. He is not taking that beating by sanity, laying down, no matter what the numbers game is. If there's anything we've seen out of Roderick Strong lately, it's hard. Absolutely, but I feel like sanity and Eric Young, more importantly, has more to gain from the win and Eric Young is going to take it all the way this time, and he's going to get yet another victory at another takeover. United Kingdom Championship, champion Pete, uh, champion Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne, the Bruiserweight, Nick? I think we all know where I'm going with this one. Bruiserweight all the way. Gotta go for it, man. I know that, you know, everyone wants Tyler Bate to retain. He's a great champion, but at the same time, Pete Dunne has that, angry heel that anyone can feud with. I think Tyler Bates' charisma, I think the heart of the young champion is going to push him through. I think the first reign of the United Kingdom Championship is going to be a long one by Tyler Bates. Another championship match, DIY versus Authors of Pain for the NXT NXT Tag Team Championships in a ladder match. Nick? Surprisingly enough, Authors of Pain. I really think the Authors of Pain are walking away with the titles again. I think the Authors of Pain have that undefeated streak to continue. I'm going to agree with you there. I'm sure Ellering and his monsters are coming up with a master strategy to combat the size and speed of Gargano and Champa. I'm also calling that that's going to be my match of the night. Oh, yeah, probably. Absolutely. DIY is not going to go out, you know, without an amazing fight and... We've seen it from them before. Match of the Year candidates. And Heart of Former of Champions. So, match of the Year candidates against wait. the Revival. Excellent tag team match coming up. Women's Championship match. Ruby Wright, Nikki Cross, Asuka. Nick, I'm going Asuka. Asuka is going to retain and continue this undefeated streak she's on. I think the uh, the angst and the aggression between Ruby Wright and Nikki Cross is going to come into play. I think Asuka is a smart enough competitor. I think the Empress of Tomorrow is going to capitalize on that. I, I see all those points, and I, 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 I hear what you're saying, but I have to disagree again and go with Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross has more to gain from the title itself. Asuka, yes, just got the, you know, the, the moniker of longest reigning, beating Goldbergs. That's all good and well, but I really think that the person who dethrones Asuka is going to bring that new era of NXT into fruition, and we really... We'll see that with Nikki Cross. It'll be truly something we've never seen before in NXT. A hard-hitting triple threat match for sure. The NXT Championship on the line. The glorious Bobby Roode taking on the originator of the GTS, Hideo Itami. I know you're going with the champion. Nick, I'll get your points in a little while. I'm going to call a audible on this one. I'm going to take my claim from Bobby Roode retaining that I thought I've had for the past few days. I think Hideo Itami's due for a major comeback. I think... Chicago, GTS, I think that spells all the tools for success. Cannot wait for this matchup. I feel that that's going to work in his disadvantage. I feel like the fact that he is using the GTS and they're on their standalone, they're they're doing a standalone pay-per-view, that's going to work against him. And because he's doing the GTS, he's not going to get the title. It's just not going to happen. Good time for one more question? Yeah, we got time for one more question. Nick, as an in-ring competitor yourself, we saw Bobby Roode attack Shinsuke Nakamura's knee. Do you think that he's going to come with a similar strategy and try and take out Hideo Itami's knee so he can't hit the GTS? I don't think he's going to take out the knee. He's definitely going to go for the weakened part of his body. He's going to go for that shoulder. If it were me in that ring, I would be attacking that shoulder with vigilance. Bobby Roode, hear me out. Take that shoulder down. Because if he can't pick you up, he can't take you down. It's the reality of the situation. If he can't get you up on his shoulders, he can't hit that GTS. 
and there and and the Bobby move can't Roode, start without a lift. I definitely see Bobby Roode is the best at you know being technical, and he is going to take it all the way and retain his title by any means necessary. Bobby Roode wants to maintain that this is his NXT. Cannot wait for Takeover Chicago, a stacked card for championship matches. It's going to be first simply time ever. first time ever four titles on an NXT Takeover. Glorious. Truly is glorious. We've entered a new era of NXT. Okay. Guys, closing out. Episode 7, May 17th edition of NXT. Episode what? 392, for those who are wondering. What a last stop before NXT TakeOver Chicago. Again, an impressive looking card. Cannot wait to see how these matches deliver. There's, there's quality up and down. Championship match or not. Cannot wait to cover this. Cannot wait for the Saturday NXT TakeOver Chicago special. Facebook Live reactions? We are really excited. And yeah, I, I think we will do a Facebook Live reaction. Post be a lot of match. Fun. Pause in the pay-per-view live reactions from the Facebook. Check it out. Find us on there. Find us on Twitter, please, at podcast underscore UF, hashtag undisputed future. I want to hear your NXT TakeOver Chicago predictions. And guys, if you haven't found it yet, we also have an Instagram, undisputed future podcast, all one word. Some pretty good, pretty good pictures, I'd say, of me yeah, and Nicky Six. You get to see our ugly mugs every once in a blue. You get to see our mugs those. going to an event. You get to see some, uh, you know, Funko Pop collections. You get to see a couple throwback pictures from events that we have been to. The social media is expanding, guys iTunes is coming soon. I'm in talks with a really good friend of mine who has his own wrestling podcast. Three Counts and Hit Talkers. Check them out. Now, enough putting over other podcasts. This has been Episode 7. I'm closing out here. CD Danny Mac. Guys, thank you so much for bearing with me. If you made it this far listening and uh, able to stand my congested voice for this long, uh, couldn't miss it. Couldn't, couldn't not talk about the go-home show for NXT TakeOver Chicago. To my right... The man with all of the in-ring insight, Nikki Six. It's been quite a ride, my friend. You having fun? It's it's been quite the ride. I'm so glad to be here. Like, episode seven wrapped it up, and I can't wait for that takeover. We make it. We made it takeover to takeover, buddy. Orlando so to Chicago. Special. We made it takeover to takeover. Every single event in the NXT universe in UFP between. UFP is taking over now. Undisputed Future Podcast. So we'll see you for NXT Takeover Chicago discussion. Have a good week.